Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita. Welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. Epa, no seas malpensada. That's mamas as in, hey, mama. Y todas las semanas te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Aquí se habla Spanglish. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izarra. Today I'm talking about the silent but irresistible power of persistence. This episode is dedicated to all of those who have a dream, have worked tirelessly towards the realization of that dream, but are now about to give up. You're wanting to give up, I don't know, maybe because you feel defeated or tired or hopeless. Whatever the case may be, do not give up persist. I want to share with you one of my favorite passages from my favorite book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. What you still need to know is this. Before a dream is realized, the soul of the world tests everything that was learned along the way. It does this not because it is evil, but so that we can, in addition to realizing our dreams, Master the lessons we've learned as we've moved toward that dream. That's the point at which most people give up. It's the point at which, as we say in the language of the desert, one dies of thirst just when the palm trees have appeared on the horizon. Ugh, I absolutely love that passage. Um, because it reminds me to be persistent when I feel like giving up on something. And hey, I doubt very much that anyone, any one of us would like to die of thirst with palm trees literally just around the corner. And yet, that's when most people throw in the towel. And as Paulo Coelho goes on to say, every search begins with beginner's luck. And every search ends with the victors being severely tested. In short, the darkest hour of the night comes just before the dawn. I want you to think about the best stories in your head that you have of triumph or victory, of people who almost gave up and then they didn't. These were people who didn't have what we may consider the right looks, talent, or connections, yet they're living proof of the mystical power of persistence. To me, the people that come to mind always are J.K. Rowling. She was on welfare, pretty much as poor as you can get without being homeless. Oprah, everybody told her she didn't have the looks to be on TV. And even the famous author that I'm talking to you about right now, who wrote that very passage above, he was committed to a mental institution by his parents because they thought he was crazy for wanting to become a writer. If you think about it, there's no reward in life without 
persistence. Furthermore, I believe that we're built to be naturally persistent. We learn to walk as babies because we are persistent. I'm reminded of that right now because my one-year-old is learning to eat with a utensil. And he's learning to talk and he makes all sorts of mistakes. But he's so persistent. Just as we were persistent when we were learning all of those things. Everything that you and I know how to do well is a result of our past persistence. And maybe we were persistent at this early age because we couldn't yet understand the limitations that other people wanted to impose on us. That came later. And maybe that's when we stopped aiming so high. Maybe one day we were told we weren't intelligent enough or that we weren't athletic enough. And so we stopped being persistent at that which we really wanted to do. There's an age where we become aware of other people's opinions. And if we're not careful... Those opinions of other people start to shape our opinions of ourselves and our views of what we can or what we can't accomplish. Also, (laughs) I don't know about you, but I think that there's that somewhere along the way we're fed this nonsense notion that somehow success should come easy and without much effort. And so we become frustrated when things are not handed to us in like a silver platter. And... We even start to believe that people who are successful are just plain lucky. But I believe that luck is just preparation or persistence meeting opportunity. So persistence has been one of my recurring words for 2018. Uh, It has been something that I've, a word that I've reflected on a lot and I've actually written it on my mirror (laughs) in my bathroom. So I see the word persistence every single day because I feel like I need to be reminded of it. And I'll tell you why. At At the end of last year, I met this amazing mamacita named Molly Ann Luna. And I happened to be in Los Angeles taking a television hosting course at Become a Host. Uh, It's something that I always do when I go to the West Coast. And Molly and I immediately clicked. She was building her digital platform, Mindful Mamas TV, to empower women. And my intent with Mamas con Ganas is also to empower women. Anyways, she invited me to be a part of her daily morning mastermind meetings. These mastermind meetings uh, were basically a 90-day challenge in which the mastermind group would discuss several things. One, we would first say what our win was for the previous day. So anything that went well and anything that we were proud of the day before. Anything that was nice about the day before. Even something as simple as just, you know, enjoying time with our kids or maybe a phone call that we made that made us happy. Our win from the previous day. Then we would talk about our ultimate future goals. And every day we would um, become more precise about what our future, ultimate future goals were. Then we would name our intention of that particular day, what we intended to do with that day, and what our goal was just with that day. And then lastly, we would read a chapter on persistence from the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So Think and Grow Rich is this very famous, um, one of the first self-improvement or self-help books. And it's sold millions and millions of copies. And every single day, we would look up chapter 9 and we'd read this chapter. And it's a long chapter, chapter, mind you. Yes, every single day for 90 days, the same chapter on persistence. So I'm going to share with you my favorite passage from that chapter, which, mind you, 
I actually have this passage completely memorized because every time I would listen to that chapter because we would read it out loud, it gave me goosebumps. And I said to myself, this has to become like my one of my mantras. And so I say it now that it's memorized, I say it at random times during the day, like when I'm doing my makeup or I'm doing a long commute drive, um, I'll just start saying it. And it keeps me motivated and it reminds me of the importance of persistence. Uh, so here it is. There is no substitute for persistence. It cannot be supplanted by any other quality. Remember this and it will hearten you in the beginning when the going may seem difficult and slow. Those who have cultivated the habit of persistence seem to enjoy insurance against failure. No matter how many times they are defeated, they finally arrive up at the top of the ladder. Sometimes it appears that there's a hidden guide whose duty it is to test men through all sorts of discouraging experiences. Those who pick themselves up after defeat and keep on trying arrive and the world cries, Bravo! I knew you could do it. The hidden guide lets no one enjoy great achievement without passing the persistence test. Those who can't take it simply do not make the grade. Those who can take it are bountifully rewarded for their persistence. They receive as their compensation whatever goal they are pursuing. That is not all. They receive something infinitely more important than material compensation. The knowledge that every failure brings with it the seed of an equivalent advantage. There are exceptions to this rule. A few people know from experience the soundness of persistence. They are the ones who have not accepted defeat as being anything more than temporary. They are the ones whose desires are so persistently applied that defeat is finally changed into victory. We who stand on the sidelines of life see the overwhelmingly large number who go down in defeat never to rise again. We see the few who take the punishment of defeat as an urge to greater effort. These, fortunately, never learn to accept life's reverse gear. But what we do not see, what most of us never suspect of existing, is the silent but irresistible power which comes to the rescue of those who fight on in the face of discouragement. If we speak of this power at all, we call it persistence and let it go at that. One thing we all know, if one does not possess persistence, one does not achieve noteworthy success. In any calling. Now, mind you, <laughs> every time I say that to myself, I actually do it in a British accent, but I didn't do it in a British accent for you because I thought it would be distracting for the message. Uh, but yes, I'm totally serious. I do that sometimes even in my head while I'm brushing my teeth. And I love it because just saying those words out loud gets me pumped, makes me feel good, and gives me the courage to keep on fighting when the going gets tough. Now, I hope that if you take anything away from today's podcast, I hope it's this. One, in order for 
you or me or anyone to master or accomplish anything noteworthy. Persistence is required. Two, the universe will test you with all sorts of discouraging experiences throughout your journey. So the key is not to give up. Three, every failure can be an opportunity for growth and to learn something that you didn't know before. So now I ask you, is there something that you really want, mamacita, that you have given up on or about to give up on? Do you internalize your failures as being seeds of equivalent advantages and as opportunities to learn something? If you rewire your thinking and convince yourself that truly every failure is indeed a seedling to an equivalent success, if you take on that worldview, doesn't that make you feel a little bit more empowered? I know that it makes me feel empowered when I think that everything that perhaps didn't go the way that I wanted it to go can be something that I can learn from and that one day it, that lesson that I learned from that so-called failure will have an equivalent advantage and an equivalent victory. I use my so-called mistakes to keep me from making those same mistakes in the future. And then that fuels me with the drive to think, well, now I got that lesson down. Let me learn something else. Let me keep on going. It's better than to be sulking in regret. So when I make mistakes, I try. I really do to take notes. Make, take notes, jot them down in my head or j- write them down. And I say to myself, next time I will do this instead. I didn't like the way this turned out. And so next time I will do it differently. Now I'm going to share with you something that happened to me recently and that served as a reminder of the importance of persistence. And I was thinking about this. This came to mind when I was um, writing down my thoughts for today's topic, for today's podcast. So I have uh, danced all my life. I've, I started ballet at age three and during my childhood I did jazz, modern dance, and even some tap. Anyways... About four years ago, I started taking up ballroom dance. It was something that I always wanted to do, and I finally gathered up the courage to do so. Because sometimes we imagine things that we want to do in the future, but it takes a lot of times to manifest itself in the real world for some reason. And ballroom dance was something like that. It was something that I had always pictured myself doing. I think it was actually when I saw the movie with Cheyenne and Vanessa Williams. And I laugh because this is not a recent movie at all. This was something I saw when I was little, like 20 years ago. In any case, I finally gathered up the courage to start ballroom dancing. And I think it's sort of like, you know, when people do Taekwondo and then they say they decide to start, you know, Kung Fu. You know, a lot of people might say, well, that those are two martial arts. But in reality, the techniques are very, very different. And it's the same thing. So some things from ballet and jazz helped me with the ballroom dance. But in other ways, ballroom dance was a completely different animal. I mean, I was learning the cha-cha and the rumba and the samba. And so I started about four years ago. But then more recently, about five months ago, I started to, to learn a new routine, a new choreography. And I swear, when I first started learning the routine, I thought to myself, There is no way 
in the world that I'll ever be able to do these steps to the music because it's too fast, I'm losing my balance, I can't keep up, I feel like so clumsy, and, um, but being the stubborn individual that I am, I persisted in sticking to that choreography, and about two months later, I still couldn't do it. Now, I'm not used to working on the same choreography for that long without being able to accomplish, you know, more or less what I set out to do. And so I was getting really, really, really frustrated. And there were a couple of moves that I I was thinking, should I change? Because I'm still not getting it. And my instructor, Slavic, was sensing my frustration again, like two months down the line. And he finally suggested, Valentina, do you want to change this? And that's when I said to him, no, actually, no, I'm going to get this freaking move or these moves that I can't get. I'm going to nail them sometime. Mostly now after I've been attempting them for so long, I told him. What's more is that these moves that I was having a hard time with were not something that to the to the eye looked at like they're necessarily hard to do, which was like getting me frustrated even more. Long story short, I went past the point where I was about to give up. And shortly after that moment, I promise you, I had this sort of breakthrough. And it just came all of a sudden. One day I was not able to do it. And the next day I was like, oh, this isn't as hard as I thought it was. Now, I still wasn't doing it perfectly because there's so many levels of perfection in dance. But at least I didn't feel like I was falling all over the place. The steps became a little bit less challenging. And... About a month ago, I actually performed that choreography that I was scared to death of performing at one point. And the one that I thought I was never going to be able to do to the rhythm of the music. And it was a great feeling to do something in front of people that I considered so scary and so frightening at one point. And yes, perhaps I was supposed to perform that same choreography at a prior showcase, but I just wasn't ready. But in any case, I persisted and I felt proud of myself because I went past that point. And although my my instinct at first was to give up when things weren't working out and when I had, you know, when I thought I had attempted the moves enough times and it still wasn't working, but I guess, no, I hadn't done them enough and I had to get out of my own way and I had to keep trying, pursue and persist. So again, I ask you, what needs a little persistence in your life? Now, I have a list of things that I'm committed to to be persistent with. Um, They range from personal to professional. Better to die trying, I say. To live con ganas. So I invite you to write all those things in your life that need a little bit more persistence. Or perhaps taking an inventory of all of those goals that you once had that you gave up on, but you sense in your heart deep down that you still want to accomplish. Now, the example of my dance is something very minor. There are things in life that require a lifetime of persistence. I know there are goals that I've set out for myself that I've worked on for years and that I have yet to accomplish. And perhaps the goal you might be thinking of is something that requires not months, but years of persistence and hard work. And this is even more of a reason to stick with it because you've been working at it for years, so why give it up now? 
Like Napoleon Hill says in his book, the majority of people are ready to throw their aims and purposes overboard and give up at the first sign of opposition or misfortune. A few carry on despite all opposition until they attain their goal. There may be no heroic connotation to the word persistence, but the quality is to the character of man what carbon is to steel. So my wish for you today is that you may persist, mamacita. Persist and attain your goals. Hey, it's Valentina. Espero les gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed me some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. Gracias a oyentes como tú, podemos seguir creando contenido para otras latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir con tanto amor. Si tienen preguntas o comentarios, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com o seguirnos en las redes sociales arroba mamasconganas. Hasta la próxima, es Valentina recordándoles Don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos. <laughs>